Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. And happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back. I know you just heard from me on Tuesday, but you know what? We have a bonus episode today, so get ready. I know many of you are still confused about Web3 and NFTs like I am, but we are here to kind of explain that a little bit and get some answers. So I am so pleased today to have Alex Edmonds, who is the IG marketing lead for Creator Blockchain Experiences at Instagram, and one of the coolest creators, Sophia Wilson, who are going to talk to us about what this program is, how creators are using NFTs on Instagram, and everything else in between. And they're going to break it all down for us because it is a lot and I'm still confused about it, a lot of it. So, yeah. So here we are, you all. Get ready. Grab a pen, grab paper, grab a snack, grab whatever. And let's get ready to hear from Alex and Sophia as they break everything down over at Instagram. Alexandra and Sophia, welcome, you two. How are you guys? Thank you so much. Hello from London, Colin. Hi, so so nice to meet you. Thanks for having us. Of course. So you guys, before we get into the nitty gritty about meta and things, we always ask the question here of what the term young influential means to you and whomever can go first. There's no wrong answers. I actually love this question. I've been so interested hearing the different responses of the uh, <laughs> previous guests um, and I'm really excited to hear what Sophia's take on this as well. But for me, Young Influentials is actually the class of individuals, both inside and outside of organizations, who are really pushing culture forward. These are the people who break boundaries, who challenge the status quo, who really shape the discourse that's around them. So many of those attributes are what I associate with creators, um, creators just like Sophia. And that is why, I mean, for me, I'm so excited to be working in a part of Meta that is really trying to enable creators to use like blockchain technology precisely to drive culture forward and forge new experiences for their communities. Totally. Oh my God. I agree with all of that. Um, 
definitely for me, young influentials means that you're a leader rather than a follower. Um, so you're taking things by storm and you're starting trends rather than following them, which I think is pretty cool. Come on, both these answers, like, <laughs> I, I like, we're done. We could just, everybody go home. <laughs> oh my goodness. But fast forwarding and like, all right, both of you, like, give me background, like, was technology and like tech and stuff always of interest or like, how did you all get interested into this realm? I can take that first. I don't know whether when we when Sophia and I met, oh my God, you know, Sophia was the first creator that I spoke to trying to recruit her to be part of Digital Collectibles at <laughs> Method. But um, I don't know whether I ever gave the background. I'm actually um, originally a history grad. I always just loved looking at the combination of forces that would bring any event to bear. I remember actually my Oxford entrance essay being on the ideas behind the French Revolution and how the Age of Enlightenment and the philosophes, um, actually the young influentials of their time, had really um, shaped uh, that discourse. So I've always loved following trends that I think really cause cataclysmic change. Um, and that really is probably what has drawn me um, to the notion of being at something that I, I think is really a, a part of changing how society can operate. I was in finance for five years, quite how a historian found themselves on an equity derivatives desk may not seem straightforward, um, <laughs> but nevertheless, that notion of really understanding the market and, and different forces that are are, form, are are forming around us is something that very much stuck with me. Was always you know, exposed to and, and following crypto because of that financial background, but really it was when I started to see NFT technology in particular and all of the potential applications that that could have for creators, for consumers, for businesses, that that really kind of captured my imagination. I saw as something that really we could bring to the mainstream if made more understandable, more accessible, um, and generally more appealing by anchoring it in, in real user problems. So um, that is my journey into the uh, the Web3 space. Um, would love to hear Sophia's. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know all of that. That is so cool. <laughs> For me, genuinely, like, and I'm not being paid to say this or influenced <laughs> to say this, but when I, the reason that I'm a photographer to this day is because of Instagram. I was always an artist, but when I was like 12 or 13, no, I must have been like 11 or 12 is when Instagram became a thing. That's when it like, like people started using it. And so I was like, oh, like a photo sharing platform, maybe I should do this. So that's what got me into photography. And I was like, it's very, I like the way that it's democratic where I'm like a, an 11 year old kid and I can post my photo work and nobody's going to judge me based off of my age or my race or what I look like or the fact that I'm a girl, they'll just look at my art. So that's actually why I'm an artist, which is crazy. Um, fast forward years down the line, I started working with Instagram like maybe when I was 16 or 17, I was in high school. I'm 22 now. Um, and so it just felt like such a full circle thing. Um, so for me, because of like Instagram and then this very like analog form of like film photography are like two very different things. It's like digital and film. Um, I love the intersection of like physical art and like technology so it really felt like I just manifested working with Instagram. Like, it, it really is crazy how all of that just fell in my lap, honestly, um, at such a young age. And so now, yeah, I've been working with Instagram for, what is that, like five, six years, which is really nuts. So then when they asked me to be a part of launching digital collectibles, I was like, 
well, obviously, yeah, I was already working on an NFT project. So it all just felt like it just, it, it was just nature's way of working out. <laughs> That's so cool. And like, what I love about your journey, Alexandra, like versus like, how you were like, I'm history. And I feel like that's so cool because so many of us, like, I feel like, think that like, oh, I'm an art history major. How am I going to work in finance? Or I'm a business person. How am I going to work on like in a Broadway theater? And it's like, whatever you do, like those skills can always be adapted to so many things, which I think is so, which is so cool. No, and I think, I mean, that's really what we are, what excites me about the non-fungible token space is actually seeing its application across such a wide spectrum of industries and, you know, very much from the early days of developing digital collectibles on Instagram. We wanted to institute those values and and show that through who was going to be using the product, precisely why Sophia was one of the first people that we wanted to work with. This is not just, I think, you know, it's a failure state if we think of NFTs as something that is esoteric and you know highly technical actually it's while the tech enables us to really anchor on value propositions like the importance and the provenance of 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 art and also kind of looking at the um, importance of ownership that is then irrefutable in the creator fan connection. The fact that you can apply that to art, to music, to sport, to fashion, that's what makes this something that is really so fascinating um, and really going to drive culture forward in ways that uh, the underlying tech and the nomenclature for that really doesn't do justice to. And that is precisely why we named this digital collectible so that it could be something um, that really had an analog um, understanding for people who weren't so immersed in the technical side to it and also like to touch on your point Sophia like I feel like I'm in the same boat like that's why I liked Instagram like it made me want to get into like the photography realm because it felt like yeah you could like just post whatever like I remember I was a huge fashion person so I would like post random like videos or like um pics or shoots that me and my friends would do and like nobody could be like oh you guys are just like random college kids or high school kids like you can't uh post them to like it was like our space to just like do whatever we wanted to do and I felt like Instagram and give us like those tools to really like encourage us to be creative and kind of make it our own which they still do to this day which is really cool totally it's like a form of community building you know and I feel like that's what's really interesting to me about like digital collectibles and NFTs because the whole point of that is community building like you're not going to be able to sell nfts if you don't have a community behind you who's ready to purchase or who's like interested in your work or believes in you so yeah i feel like that you know it really ties in no that's so cool and like i said can you like rewind this back so how did this like idea come to concept because it seems like oh my gosh like it makes it makes sense but like how did you guys like come with the idea of like creating this kind of like network um like project of course. Well, so the um, the area that I work in, I lead product marketing for a group within Meta called Instagram um, Creator Blockchain Experiences. The mission and mandate of this group is really to enable creators to take more control of their work, to build unique connections and communities with their fans, all of which can be recognized anywhere precisely because of that blockchain technology that is underpinning it. So Meta is always looking for different ways that it can help creators do their best work, which is, you know, all of the kind of creative tools that we have already invested in. It just felt like an obvious and natural step given so many creators are already exploring this space and we want to enable them to create communities that we would also start investing in looking at this. Now, what we were really clear on from the beginning was that there is already 
already a really thriving, um, fascinating ecosystem of creators who are already operating in the Web3 space. And we really wanted to pay attention as to how really we could complement the work that was already going on, the players that were already operating here, the, all the different platforms, blockchains, creators that, that had so much uh, to offer and understand what their pain points were in order for us to add value to the ex- existing ecosystem and then also enable more creators and more consumers to be involved in it. Those were kind of very much the principles in which we set out. So talking to creators like Sophia, um, talking to a, an entire range of uh, platforms as well uh, to understand what the pain points were and very cl- quickly understood that areas that we can add value is trying to help this space become more accessible, more understandable, lower the barriers to entry to being involved in it. What does that look like? That looks like really leaning into some of the um, strengths that you already kind of mentioned in terms of Instagram, for example, of um, simplistic user experience, really making this something that um, can can resonate and, and not seem so complicated, have very easy onboarding. That was very much kind of front and center in the product development that we uh, really were focusing on. And first, to that, I think anchoring this in real user problems is something that we were very clear from the outset in speaking to creators is how we are going to see the mainstream adoption that I think all of us want to be unleashed. And when I say kind of anchoring in user problems, I would say really trying to demonstrate through our product from the outset the potential for that creative fan connection. So you will see on the digital collectibles product um, as is, already you can you have both the creator and the fan attributed on a digital collectible. And that's just us scraping the surface, just to demonstrate that that dual attribution is there and, and that special unique um, combination of a creator and fan in one place um, is something that we're very much kind of only at the tip of the iceberg of, um, but is something that is very unique to the blockchain and uh, we're really excited to keep building from there in terms of community building tools for creators in this space. And I feel like you touched on a good point too. Like I feel like a lot of times like creators and stuff like want to get into the NFT and the blockchain space, but the entry point is really hard or difficult or they don't really have the tools to really understand it. So the fact that you guys are like, hey, like these are the reason why they like our other products. So like doing using that time, like you said, simplicity and like, user friendliness of it to help them get introduced it really also encourages like creators and stuff to want to create on those platforms and really like you said Sophia like really start building their community and really get others involved in doing kind of make it a more welcoming space and kind of like a like a club where it's like oh you need to know x y and z before you can get in here totally yeah i feel like a lot of the nft space or not i feel like a lot of the nft space is very like gatekept it's like extremely hard to understand on purpose it actually shouldn't be that difficult and this kind of stuff really isn't that hard for anybody to understand but it's just the fact that like everybody's gatekeeping the information because the white men who run the nft spheres of the world like want to be the only ones who are like keeping their the wealth and the power in this certain circle so i feel like when you have like a platform as democratic as instagram where anybody can rise to the top just based off of if your content's good or not um, or if your art is good or not is really powerful because if you see someone like me or if you see your best friend or your favorite artist, your favorite celebrity or favorite influencer posting NFT as you're just scrolling through your feed on like a random day, 
suddenly it feels like less foreign of a concept. People hear NFTs and they hear um, blockchain and all of that and they get so overwhelmed and they're like, I don't even know where to start. You know, I couldn't even enter that. But if you're just scrolling through your Instagram feed, which you do understand, Mm -hmm. if you just see an NFT on your normal feed, you're going to be like, oh, I get it now. Like, here I am in it. (laughs) And like, what are some ways that... um that you're using that you've been using it well i was already creating nfts or i was already like trying to create nfts like i hadn't actually made them yet when instagram reached out to me about this so i post nfts and i helped i did like the first set of nfts with meta um to be released on instagram that are like the digital collectibles post so i posted my nfts when i launched them to get them more traction and also to help my audience get into the NFT space because I want everybody to be a part of it because there's like so much room and wealth for everybody. So um, yeah, I feel like a lot of my followers don't understand it. So with this feature, I'm able to like help integrate my fan base on the internet um, who like is, this is foreign too. You know, it's a lot of fine art people. It's a lot of high fashion people. And those are not the same as like nft people necessarily but i'm showing them that it can be and that there's room for them in the space too so yeah i post my nfts on instagram fairly often um which is really cool and i was granted the feature on my account before it came out which was like huge so i had it for like i think a month before it came out so i was posting but nobody else could do it so people were like whoa what's this i want to know about (laughs) nfts (laughs) and like alexandra was that like a process that you guys did to kind of like decide on like which creators and like like Safiya mentioned like her but like a lot of her people are like fine art fashion art people like did you guys have a process for the types of creators to like reach out to yeah absolutely I think very fundamental to our um, product development was anchoring on various different principles firstly openness and by that I mean really kind of interoperability and working with as much of the ecosystem that we could so that meant that from the get-go we were very keen to have multiple blockchain support for our product um, and launched um, with Ethereum, Polygon um, and Flow and Solana soon to follow that. So that kind of principle of openness was really key. Um, A second principle really anchored on approachability. So everything that I was saying in terms of deciding how the product looked, the idea of a shimmer to demonstrate that this is a unique asset. Um, And also with that, the kind of simplistic naming of digital collectible, which has a kind of analog to something that people are used to in in the um, in real life world, and further to that, equity was just massively important. I very much resonate as a woman in Web three, of which there are not a, not a huge amount, although a growing number. And um, in my home life in in London, I'm cultivating the um, the London Web three community. Come visit us, please, Sophia. <laughs> um, uh, but, <laughs> uh, but part of that really was to ensure that in our alpha program, we had representation from a real range of different verticals. And um, I actually remember the um, training sessions that we had before the launch, Sophia. Um, and it was really brilliant just to see representation from sport there, other um, other photographers like Elise Swopes and generative artists like Jen Stark, having that combination really to showcase from the get-go that we see it as our responsibility and opportunity really to elevate the voices of so many different creators who don't come from the stereotypical crypto background who come from such a range of spheres um, and that have such diverse fan bases making um, nfts accessible by demonstrating all of the different places that they can come from and how they can help such a wide range of creators was core from 
from the very beginning to what we were looking to achieve. So have been really thrilled to to see the way that the product has been subsequently used by such a, a range of uh, of those different verticals uh, going forward as well. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. And I think that's cool too that you guys went into the idea of like, okay, like we want to make sure all different types of groups and stuff can see that their products that their audience can jump in and use these types of, um, this type of products. I feel like a lot of times people are like, oh, well... I'm like you said, like I'm a sports person, so I don't really see how that relates to me or I'm a film person. Like, I don't really see how I would jump in there, but like offering and like showing people that like, no, like the critics and stuff that we've tested with, like they're all from different backgrounds too. So you don't have to have like X, Y, and Z or no, or have this type of audience to jump into it. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's exactly what young influentials should be doing, <laughs> showing that there are, there are no rules. <laughs> there is no playbook. <laughs> Um, and I think, I mean, that's what we've been really excited to see just in terms of how the um, whole space has developed over the, the last year that you do see increasingly um, the applications to so many different areas, whether that be fashion or sport or music and increasingly NFTs that can kind of unlock a combination of all of those experiences. Um, and so really, it's kind of focusing on the 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 tech of the back end is the the bit that's just really powering this. It's actually those applications and experiences that uh, can cross a whole kind of range of things that really enable creators to do their best work and connect with a, a community on so many different levels. And like speaking of community, do you guys have like plan on doing a lot of like in-person activations and stuff to really give people more of that hands-on approach of like how they can use the product whenever it's rolled out to like more audiences or how do you guys plan on kind of educating um, others and kind of getting other creators and those to want to start getting into the space? Well, we already did a few of those. We did some of those in person so far. I spoke on a panel with Meta for CultureCon, um, like was it four days ago or something? Oh yeah, I was here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke on one of those panels about um, like talking about NFTs 
Um, and so many people afterwards came up to me and were asking me and like, I gave them my info and they're DMing me and we're starting up conversations and spaces to talk about NFTs and get everybody involved in digital, digital collectibles, which is really cool. And then also we did, um, what was it? Oh my God. We did the in-person, um, like we had the, the display at, the one in LA was that also CultureCon? No, VidCon. Was VidCon. Oh, I was there too. Oh my god! Oh my god! I wasn't there, I was but like, oh. I had like um, I had a like I had my NFTs there with Meta. We had like a booth. It was amazing. Um, and that was another in-person one, which so many people told me about, but I was in New York, so I couldn't be there. But I heard amazing things, and yeah, people it was saw really pictures, cool. Me pictures and stuff of my stuff with Meta, which was so cool. So I feel like it's working. <laughs> I mean, that was that was really um, amazing. And Colin, how are you not the expert having attended two such events? <laughs> wow, um, I know. Now, and I'm, like, I'm like, wait, because um, I was like, wait, I was at that panel, and then wait, I was also at that activation at VidCon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm everywhere. <laughs> what I would say is that I am loving that um, that you two can both attest to the the multi yeah multi pronged approach that I think is so necessary in this space. So obviously um, very key to have hands on in person um, events like that to really showcase the the art and make it all the more tangible. That is actually the kind of most interesting bit of this space. The the movement between physical and physical and um, digital is is something that is very top of mind for us. But I think that we also have to think about um, the real unique value that um that that we have in terms of having such a large user base that we can hope to educate through the channels that we have for example um we have a um a short um series called nf teach me on oh, creators um so small bite-sized chunks from amazing creators um, such as amber vittoria i think did one of them recently just kind of explaining why she got into the space and how you can actually use a digital wallet so um small kind of short bite bites like that um coming from a range of different voices i think is really important but then also just ensuring that the product itself really speaks to the value so we've started as i said with um trying to demonstrate that this is something unique through a shimmer we've started with trying to show that creator fan relationship that can be born by having on the digital collectible both names you know, assuming that one's privacy settings um, uh, have kind of been been set for that, but it's it's really kind of in showing those things through um, the user experience that I think that you can really at scale start to introduce people to what the benefits of digital ownership are, um, and from that you will uh, see. I can't give too much away about what we're thinking for times ahead, and you know there are so many different ways that one can go in this space, but definitely kind of building on those creative fan experiences to to really educate as to what is desirable about digital ownership is something that our product we hope will speak to itself as well as all of these brilliant panels um, and uh, <laughs> NFT galleries that you obviously need to be front and center. <laughs> yeah, I feel like oh that's so God. true because I remember when I was at the Meta one at VidCon like how all of us in the room we all were just like oh and then but everybody was like so friendly they're like oh and you can do this and I remember them like showing like various people's whatever. And I want to say one of the girls was like explaining like your Sophia about, I'm pretty sure you was like the only photographer when they had, but they were like showing us different ones. And they, we were all like, wait, what? Cause I remember I was like, wait, you can turn your pictures into, like we all were just like, wait, we can do this. And I feel like 
just having that like approach where it's like, oh, like we're talking and they're like explaining, answering our questions, like you were saying earlier about like really creating that community around it and letting people know where it's like, hey, like, yeah, you can do it. And also like through the panels where a lot of like the questions are answered and stuff and like, oh, like she looks like me. I don't have to like be bald or whatever to like be in this space or like, oh, I can't do it. Or like, cause a lot of times like you hear it, you're like, oh, I'm not 45 and whatever. Like, but you see like people like our age and like, whatever and then just like the approach of just being like hey like yeah you can do it too especially like when you're hearing it from the platforms itself at these events like that like that vidcom where they're like yeah like you guys can get started too like nobody's stopping you it's like oh okay like i can do this like, it's actually so easy <laughs> it's so much easier than people make it seem truly yeah and i feel like representation is everything you know like when i was first entering the nft space before i was working with meta there was nobody that looked like me. And now, like, through all of this, you know, I'm friends with Elise, I'm friends with Drifter, like, all of these people who do look like me and are also in the NFT space. And I'm like, wait, we're actually paving, like, paths for other people. Mm -hmm. Other people, like, we get DMs all the time of people being like, how do I enter the NFT space? Like, so cool to see someone that looks like me. I'm like, wow, that's very influential. That's actually crazy. Look at you being a young influential. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, oh my god. <laughs> no, but that's so true. And I feel like a lot of times and stuff like it's like when we go to a party or an event, if we don't see people in there or see anybody that looks we're like, like we go. tend to, we're not going to go in there. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's why it's so key, and especially like if the store itself isn't being like, hey, is there anything you guys need? And like when meta and stuff is at these events with like hey like you guys like come try it out like let's show you whatever that's when people are like oh that encourages them to want to like for a store example like spend in that store or like use that platform and like you said out essentially like offering like video series and stuff to also educate people to use it more that makes them want to share it and really tell people more about it than um if you didn't have those types of resources completely and i think what's also really one of the kind of really interesting bits about where the space is now is that everyone everyone understands that the more people understand this the more adoption there will be and that that is only a good thing so it's a it's a space where people do want to help educate each other creators want to help onboard each other um platforms that we speak to and this is why we were so keen from the beginning to speak with the already existing ecosystem understand the role that a large organization like meta can also play in reaching a broader audience and explaining that value at scale so it is a a really interesting time um to have kind of everyone rowing in the same direction as it were um really to kind of try and make that happen and like to kind of wrap us up, like, what advice do you guys have for those who are like, oh, this sounds cool. Can't wait to, like, I get it. But, like, before I get started, like, I want to know more. Like, I know, Alexander, you touched on a few examples that you guys have now. But, like, what other examples do you guys both have for those who want to kind of educate themselves more? Like, do you have any, like, resources or videos that people should, like, turn to to just educate themselves more about, like, the NFT space altogether? I think definitely the NFT teach me. Um, is really helpful. I did one of the <laughs> my NFT teach me is great. No, all of them are really great. Um, and actually really helpful because they're just like really short videos of like everybody's touching on like a different part of the NFT space, but it's like real young people who are just like relatable and stuff, like breaking it down in simple terms. I also think like how I learned about NFTs was like through making friends who are also in the NFT space. Because if you just Google what is an NFT, you're not really going to get like the answer that you need to hear that's in like, you know, relatable language. 
So I would definitely cold DM people. My DMs are always open. Putting that out here. Um, if anybody wants to talk NFTs, I love explaining this kind of stuff to people. But yeah, I would say like literally start with the NFT teach me's. Look at the creators who are doing them. Go in there, even go into the comments and see other people that look like you that are also making NFTs and just cold DM. Be like, hey, do you want to talk NFTs? Could you explain this to me? And people are so welcoming and helpful. I know. I think you've you've definitely unleashed the uh, floodgates on yourself there, Sophia. But (laughs) 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 I think, I mean, precisely what you said in terms of um, following creators and and learning from there, I think is, you know, the most solid way to this. The reality is that there are so many blogs out there explaining to you the ins and outs of every different wallet, every different blockchain, everything about the space. Um, But frankly, there is nothing like, you know, finding creators that you love across different verticals and seeing how NFTs are being used in those different verticals, what it means for an NFT in the music space, what it means for an NFT in photography, what it means in sport, what are the different experiences that they can unlock, really starting to understand it in terms of that user value that can be derived, I think is the the best way to kind of onboard yourself into what the options and opportunities are here. Definitely the kind of uh, next bits that we're looking at, as I say, um, trying to make this space as equitable, accessible as possible has been top of mind in our roadmap for digital collectibles from the outset. So definitely creating more native tools that make it easier to create NFTs, easier to monetize them. Those are the kind of pieces that we see as um, an opportunity to to really help onboard people into the space as well in a way that is safe and sustainable as well as accessible all at the same time. So watch the space for more coming from us. Um, and in the meantime, all NFT me's, um, all <laughs> and, and looking at your favorite creators, I think is a, a really great way to immerse yourself in the space in a, in a more um, engaging way than just reading through loads of blogs. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this. Well, thank you both so much for just blessing our ears and just making us all feel welcome to the NFT space. And we can't wait to see what's coming next. Oh my gosh, well, you will be first to know. And please come visit us in London. The Creator Blockchain Experiences uh, team for Instagram is all based based here because you know what? The NFT community is worldwide and uh, very much grassroots everywhere. So um, thrilled to be repping over here in Europe. (laughs) We'll be there. Well, thank you guys. (laughs) Thanks for having us. Wow, how great was this episode? If you were like me, you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments. So if you do, feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. And we'd love to hear from you all. And feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That always helps us. And we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode. So bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Young Influentials, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Aarons, and edited by Lane McGibney at Bountwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. 
Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 